All praises to the Most High. I am your host, the Apostle Ruben. In this podcast episode, brothers and sisters, is going to be a little bit hard. I'm going to be talking about hell. I have been talking about uh, doing this podcast episode for a while now. And um, in this podcast episode, I'm going to be giving you scriptures about hell. And um, it's going to be determined, brothers and sisters, off of the context of Scripture. Because really, brothers and sisters, hell is either the grave or condition. A lot of people would like to call hell a place. But we're going to look into the Scriptures where people may get these assumptions. And um, we're going to clear them up in this podcast episode. So stay tuned. Brothers and sisters, I am your host, the Apostle Reuben. When I was a child, I was um, told about two things. One was, if you die, you go to heaven, if you're good, and the other was when you... Um, were evil, you went to hell. And if you are um, like me, starting off as a child, you take these things into your adulthood without a second thought. Because when you are a child, brothers and sisters, you um, literally are free in conscience. You know, you're learning. You know when you're doing evil. That's based off the book of Proverbs, um, chapter 20, verse 11, where it says, um, even a child is known by his doings, whether his work be pure or whether it be right. So as children, we know we do wrong and we know we do right. But um, studying the Bible is not something we do as children. And since that's the case, we take that into our adulthood. Many, many um, churches keep the exact same format over and over and over. It's like a tradition. That is why when you ask people, why do they go to church on Sunday or keep Easter or Christmas? They say it is a tradition because they are too lazy to open up the Bible and read it. There is no shame there. That's why Paul said this in 1 Corinthians 4, verse 14, excuse me. 1 Corinthians 14, verse 20 says, Brethren, be not children in understanding. How be it in malice be ye children? Because what children do is children will have a fight or they'll say something to one another. And the next day or hour or minute, they'll be friends again. Not hold a grudge like grownups tend to do in this day and time. How be it in malice be ye children, but in understanding be ye men. There comes a time, brothers and sisters, where we have to open up the Bible ourselves and read what it says instead of believing or holding fast to the things we were told and not proven. Now, this episode, we're going to go into hell. Now, I'm going to be reading scriptures that you've never heard before, and I'm going to be reading the ones that you have heard before. So the first thing I'd like to do is go into the book of Matthew, chapter 16. The book of Matthew 16. I want you to understand something about what Christ is talking about. And Matthew chapter 16, we're going to read um, verses 17 and 18. Matthew chapter 16, verse 17 says, And Jesus answered and said unto them, Blessed art thou, Simon Bar-Jonah, for flesh and blood have not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. Verse 18. And I say also unto thee that thou art Peter, 
and upon this rock I will build my church. Now, brothers and sisters, I told you that the church is not a building because the buildings that they were in were called synagogues. The church was the church in the wilderness. It doesn't change. The same church that uh, Christ is speaking of is I'm in, in, uh, upon this rock, I will build the people, not some building. And it says, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Now, brothers and sisters, death is not involved in that verse. The Bible says, and the gates of hell shall not prevent my church. Let's go to another scripture found in Revelation. It's going to be Revelation chapter 2, Revelation chapter 2, and I'm going to read verse 13. Then we're going to get into the meat of the lesson. Revelations chapter 2, verse 13 says, I know thy works and where thou dwellest, even where Satan's seat is. And thou holdest fast to my name and hast not denied my faith, even in those days wherein Antipas was my faithful martyr who was slain among you where Satan dwelleth. Now, brothers and sisters, doesn't sound like Satan dwell underground in some pit. Doesn't sound like that. Sounds like Satan dwelleth upon the earth. I told you before, brothers and sisters, that Satan comes through the works of man. I showed you that in a podcast episode that was entitled Satan, the works of Satan was through man. It's not some spirit going around here deceiving people that you can't see. It is man doing the works of Satan. T.D. Jakes is an example of that. T.D. Jakes has a Bible, 66 books. Curflow Dollar have a Bible. Joe Lawstein has a Bible. Juanita Bynum has a Bible. Joyce Meyer has a Bible. And they are teaching you that the law, which is by means of the moral value of a person. Remember, brothers and sisters, the law is spiritual, Romans 7, 14. But these people, John Hagee, Pastor Evans, and then you have those uh, guys up there in California, uh, one that uh, recently died. Um, I can't remember his name right now because I really don't focus on them. I, I focus on the Bible. But anyway, you have many of these popular ministers. Yeah, Frederick K. Price and his son. Um, for years, they have taught. And I'm talking about brothers and sisters. I'm going on because these people have the means of books. They have the means of understanding. They have the means to get all the information out of the Bible they can. But they choose to agree with fables and doctrines that men gave them to teach. Because what you're going to see in this podcast episode are things that you've never known about him. And why don't they take the time to show you? Because it's important that you know about this. Very important. So what we read is in Matthew 16, verse 18, when it says, the gates of hell shall not prevent you, Simon Peter, from rebuilding the people, which is my church according to Acts 7, 38. And then we read in Revelation 2, 13, that Satan's seat it's not below the ground in some fire pit, but on the top of the earth among the people. Let's get the book of Job. I'm just going to get these scriptures. I'm just touching them real quick because when we go into it, I decided to do it this way, brothers and sisters, because when we go into it, you'll see that hell is not below the ground, nor a place. You're going to see this. Job chapter 1. Job chapter 1, verse 7. I'm going to show you something. And the Lord said, Satan, Job chapter 1, verse 7, whence comest thou? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, from going to and fro in the earth and from walking up 
and down in it. Now, I want to get you to understand very, very quickly, brothers and sisters, that this spirit that is talking to God is not going to do anything to Job by his own hand. And see, I got to, I got to go over this in a podcast episode. But I'm going to show you an example of the devil in another chapter and verse. Let's go to the book of 1 Kings 22. 1 Kings 22. And you're not going to have this one read to you, read to you in uh, Sunday church either. You're not going to have it read. They don't want to go through the details because you'll start to recognize that, hey, this could be in you. And you can even say it's in me. But when, by me reading chapter and verse, I'm not going to hide these things from you at all. Now, in 1 Kings 22, verse um, 22. No, I, I'll say 1 Kings 22. Verse 19, then I'm going to skip down to 21 and read 22. I want you to understand something. It says this, and he said, Hear thou therefore the word of the Lord. I saw the Lord sitting on the throne, and the host of heaven standing by him on his right hand and on his left. So God has angels on the right hand and on the left. Verse 20, and the Lord said, Who shall persuade Ahab? that he may go up and fall at Ramoth Gilead. And one said on this manner and another on that manner. So God is talking to the angels, the eternal beings. And he just said, who's going to go down here? And who? which one of y'all, which one of y'all, my spirits are going to go down and deceive Ahab, the king, to go to Ramoth Gilead and fall. Because, brothers and sisters, by this time, Jezebel has just um, had Naboth, uh, uh, Naboth, who had the vineyard killed. Uh, Ahab has no control over his Hamite wife. Because remember, brothers and sisters, um, in uh, the, the book of 1 Kings, chapter... Um, I'm thinking 16, I'm not see. It was one of these chapters where it told you that um, Jezebel was of Hamite origin. Right now, it doesn't come to mind because I haven't went over that in a long time. Wait a minute. Yes, I, I, I have it. It's, 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 it's 1 Kings 16, verse 31, which says, And it came to pass as if it had been a light thing for him to walk in the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nabat, he took a wife, Jezebel, a daughter of Ethbaal, the king of the Zidonians, Africans, and went and served Baal and worshipped, so, and worshipped him. So Ahab was already in idolatry and marrying uh, women that was outside of his Israelite origin. Now God, through some of these sins, have gotten tired of um, Ahab. He's gotten tired of them. And God removed kings. See, this is why it says in Daniel 4. And see, that this is why, brothers and sisters, it takes a long time to make a format for teaching. Because you have questions. You want to know this. 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 But this takes time. That's why most of my podcast episodes were an hour or two, because I had to go in and break it down. But that also hurts the mind to do podcast episodes that long. Attention span for me would be about 30 to 45 minutes to an hour. So I tried to do my podcast episode based on that. But I'm going to go to uh, Daniel 435 for this reason. It says this. And all the inhabitants of the earth are reputed as nothing. He doeth according to his will of, of the armies in heaven among the inhabitants of the earth. And none can stay his hand or say unto him, what doest thou? Meaning, brothers and sisters, that God can remove you from being king at any time. 
And he's about to remove Ahab right now. But I want you to notice something. 1 Kings 22, verse 21. I'm going into detail of this because I want you to see it. And there came forth a spirit, remember, and stood before the Lord and said, I will persuade him. Verse 22. And the Lord said unto him, Wherewith? And he said, I will go forth, and I will be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. And he said, Thou shalt persuade him and prevail also. Go forth and do so. So now, the lying spirit God sent went unto his prophets, and they done the work. They done it. Satan went into them and they done the work. They done the teaching like today. That's why the Bible says in 2 Thessalonians 2, verse 10, I think verse 11, 10 and 11. Let's look at, watch this. This is why it says this. Let's make you understand. 2 Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. Verse 11 says, for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie. Who do you think that is causing the delusion? Your pastors of the Sunday churches. They're the ones that are teaching you a lie. Not some spirit moving along the earth. That's why when you look at the book of Second Corinthians, Second Corinthians 11, verse 13 says, For such are false apostles, deceitful workers. Stop right there. Now we're going to come back. Watch this. First Kings 22, verse 22. And the Lord said unto him, Wherewith? And he said, I will go forth, and I will be a lying spirit in the mouth of the prophets. And he said, Thou shalt persuade him and prevail also go forth and do so see these this is the same thing paul is saying in second corinthians 11 verse 13 when he says for such are false apostles deceitful workers transforming themselves into the apostles of christ why because many of them take these understandings that man has. Now remember, the delusion was sent to people who refuse to believe the law, which is the truth. God is going to make them to believe a lie. Right here in 1 Kings 22, verse 22, you're seeing the making. It doesn't change. Remember, Malachi 3 and 6 says, I am the Lord, I change not. Therefore, ye sons of Jacob are not consumed. The same way God sends a lying spirit, which is Satan, the devil. Because I'm going to tell you something, brothers and sisters. Remember Psalms 109. See, that's why I say it's hard to understand. But you got to understand Psalms 109 verse uh, 6 says, Set thou a wicked man over him. And let Satan stand at his right hand. So Satan stands at the right hand of unlawful men. First John 3 and 8 always says he that sins is of the devil. That's why you see it's not some spirit going around. It's men executing the works of the devil. Now watch this. First Kings 22 verse 23. Now, therefore, behold, the Lord hath put a lying spirit in the mouth of all the, thy prophets, and the Lord hath spoken evil concerning thee. But it says this. Now, I'm going to tell you something. The next verse is going to show you that men really aren't aware or thinking. Watch verse 24. But Zedekiah, son of Shanai, went near and smote Micaiah on the cheek and said, Which way went the Spirit of the Lord from me to speak unto thee? So Zedekiah says, Hey, 
how are you going to tell me I don't have the Holy Spirit? Because the Spirit of the Lord is the Holy Spirit. He 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 smoked Micaiah and said, wait a minute, you're going to tell me I don't have the Holy Spirit of the Lord? Watch Micaiah in verse 25. And Micaiah said, behold, thou shalt see in that day, in that day when thou shalt go into the inner chamber to hide thyself, which means that once you figure out you're wrong, you're going to disappear. See, but the point is God and Satan are not at war, brothers and sisters. They could they 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 base it off revel one format, revelation. They they try to use Isaiah 14 verses 12 down. And they base it basically off Revelation uh, 12, um, maybe 5 down to verse 17. No, brothers and sisters, that is not the war in heaven. You can't take one or two chapters and verses and force it to be that and say, oh, these are spirits and leave man who's actually doing the works of the devil out. Meaning that I don't want you to see truly who is doing the works of the devil i want to just put it all in spirit form but the man is the actual devil i told you and read to you in the book of genesis chapter 3 which i need to go over with you verse 14 and the lord said and the lord god said unto the serpent which was the devil in the beginning because thou hast done this cursed Cursed, thou art cursed above all cattle, above every beast of the field, upon thy belly thou shalt go, and the dust shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. Which means that the first original devil was physical. He was a man, not a spirit. He would die. I told you, brothers and sisters, in Isaiah 45, verse 7, the Lord says, I created light, I created darkness. I created good, I created evil. Good and evil was created before the planet, before the universe. God created the law and sin first. Light and darkness. Light is law, darkness is sin. That's the first two things that was created. The moral. That is why evil was present upon earth in the time of Adam and Eve. The tree of knowledge of good, which is law, and evil, which is sin. Proverbs 29, verse 6. Proverbs 29, verse 6 proves that evil is sin. You don't have to, it, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to go over this. Proverbs 29 and 6 says in the in the transgression of an evil man there is a snare but the righteous does sing and rejoice so transgression of the law is involved in evil proverbs 13:21 evil pursue sinners so let's go into hell for a second you got to get the setup brothers and sisters of the bible and how it talks about hell using the Bible to define hell and what the scriptures say in totality about hell. So we, met, we read Matthew 16, verse 18. Now I want to go to the book of Psalms chapter 9. Psalms chapter 9, and I want to start in verse... 15 and i'm going to read to verse 17 it says the heathen are sunk down in the pit they made so the pit you're going to keep in mind the pit is going to play an important part in the understanding hell that they made in the net which they have hid their own foot their own foot taken which they hid is their own foot taken verse 16 the lord is known by judgment which is the law which he executed the wicked is snared in the works of his own hands 
Verse 17. The wicked shall be turned into hell. And all the nations that forget God. Now, how can the wicked be turned into a place? God can't turn wicked people into a place. But he can turn the wicked into a condition. Because either hell is a place or it is a condition. They want you to think that hell is below the earth and you got to die to go there. Well, brothers and sisters, death wasn't mentioned there. The Bible says the wicked, the unlawful, shall be turned into, a, into the condition. If I, if I turn you into something, I turn you unto it. You're now in it. That's why it says... And Psalms, watch this. Not, uh, let me go to Isaiah first, because I have some more in Psalms. But let me go to Isaiah. Let me go to the book of Isaiah. Because God is not turning people into a place magically, touching them. But I want you to understand what it says in Isaiah chapter 5, verse 13. Isaiah 5 and 13 says, Therefore, my people are gone into captivity because they have no knowledge. Now, the knowledge of God is in the law. Proverbs 2, verse 5. You, you, you're not going to understand knowledge without law. And their honorable men are famished and their multitude dried up with thirst. Their multitude dried up with thirst. Remember, Christ said in the Beatitudes, Matthew chapter 5, that... Matthew chapter 5, verse 6 says, Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. It's, this is something that's not happening. Our people, the Israelites, are not hungering and thirsting after righteousness, which is in the law. They barely want to read the Bible at all. Watch this. Verse 14. Since, since, the people are gone forth into captivity because they have no knowledge. Their honorable men are famished. Their thirst, their multitude are dried up with thirst. Watch this. Therefore, hell hath enlarged herself and opened her mouth without measure. And their glory and their multitude and their pomp. And he hath rejoiced shall descend into it. Descend into it because we have no knowledge because we have gone into captivity the bible says hell which is captivity hath enlarged herself so the hell is captivity the hell isn't below the ground the hell is god's people going into captivity that's the hell on the top of the earth let's go to the book of isaiah 28 verse 15. I want you to understand this is what you need to know about what this subject brings forth. I mean, we're going to go to, we're going to take a break after in a few minutes, but we're in a couple of minutes, brothers and sisters, and come right back into it. And I'm going to show you the original hell, Isaiah, where it began. Isaiah chapter 28, verse 15 says, because ye have said, we have made a covenant with death. To make a covenant with death, Paul says in Romans 6.23, the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life. So they have made a covenant with sin. And with hell, oh, with hell we are at agreement. When the overflowing scourge shall pass through, 
it shall not come unto us. For we have made lies our refuge, and under falsehood we have hid ourselves. So the covenant with death and hell that they made was a covenant with sin and the agreement of hell to the people. These are your ministers. These are your ministers. That's why it says that when the overflowing scourge shall pass, it shall not come unto us. What does that mean? We will find out. We're going to come back to this verse, and then we're going to go forward, and I'm going to show you where hell began. And it's not going to be underground, brothers and sisters. It's right here in captivity. Stay tuned. Welcome back, brothers and sisters. Before the break, we were in Isaiah 28, 15. I'm going to read you this again. Isaiah 28, verse 15 says, Because ye have said, we have made a covenant with death. Now, at this time, brothers and sisters, if you're going to have them put it in context, the men of Jerusalem became scornful. They had um, turned away from the ways of the Lord to commit their own ways. This Because when we went over it in um, Romans chapter 10, when we talked about uh, the discussion about Christ being, or what they teach today, Christ being the end of the law, by you looking at them not breaking that down, but having it be responded to by people who have dropped out of high school, people who have never read the Bible, people who don't care, want to be free from the law, then easily, because you notice out of the whole Bible, and when they are in sin, they go to that verse. When you start talking about looking for Easter eggs in the ground, Christ is the end of the law. You talk about these women wearing these exotic tight clothing and um, them going to the club and them being um, not good in knowledge and understanding. Christ is the end of the law. They know to come with that as soon as you point out the transgression, they go straight to that. You know why? Because as least as the Bible as they know is better for them. And they're caught up in that strong delusion because they don't really care. It's the same thing about the format of hell. The format of heaven and any other biblical format. You can't see that these preachers out here, God has opened up your eyes to the preachers that they just want your cash, get out, come back next week. This is a business, an organization, not an organism. So the men of Jerusalem were like that at this time, but that doesn't mean that that time. See, that's why the, uh, the old saying goes, if we don't learn from our history, we're bound to repeat it. And we are repeating it with the same black ministers, Latino ministers, Caucasian ministers are repeating this very same thing today when it says, because ye have said, verse 15, we have made a covenant with death and with hell. We are at agreement. When the overflowing scourge shall pass through, it shall not come unto us. For we have made lies our refuge. And falsehood, we have hid ourselves. So what is false? See, in falsehood, Psalms 119, verse 118. Let's define false. Psalms 
Psalms 119 verse 118 says, Thou hast trodden down all of them that err from thy statutes, which is the commandments, for their deceit is falsehood. See, the falsehood is in telling people that the law is done away. That is the falsehood. And with that, they are at agreement with death and hell. Now, let's take a look at this death and hell again. Let's go to the book of Revelations. Let's see what this death and hell brings. Let's see what death and hell brings. Revelation chapter 6 and verse 8. It says this. Now, th these are the seals. Now, when you understand the seals, the seals are what's going to come upon the earth in their times. Revelation 6 verse 8 says, And I looked, and behold, a pale horse. And his name that sat on him was death and hell. Followed him, followed with him. So it says, and his name that sat up on him was death and hell, followed with him. So death and hell followed after this horseman. I'm going to show you, listen up closely. And power was given unto them over the fourth part of the earth to kill with a sword and with hunger and with death and with the beast of the earth. The beasts of the earth are who? Who are the beasts of the earth? Is this talking about some lion, tiger, bear? Let's look at the beast. Let's look at the book of Job chapter 18. That's the fine beast. Job chapter 18. Because remember, John is writing in a euphemistic form. These letters had to pass through Roman hands. So John is not just going to write out, you know, what is going on. Who is the enemy at that time? Rome being the enemy the nation of Rome, which are the forefathers of Caucasians, John is just euphemistically writing the beasts of the earth. Job 18 and 3 says, Wherefore we are counted as beasts, man, and reputed vile in thy sight. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 18. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 18. I'm going to read this real quick. Because you think it's talking, when you think you see beasts, it's talking about animals. No, brothers and sisters. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 18 says this. Let's look. Solomon writes, And I said in mine heart concerning the estate of the sons of men, that God might manifest them, and that they might see that they themselves are beasts. So the beast that's mentioned in Revelations are men that are causing the death and hell. Not only, not only is it with hunger, with the sword is war. So with war, hunger follows with death and with the men of the earth. So hell, death and hell, is not below the ground. Death and hell is a condition. And some of the things that happen in hell, because you're going to see, I'm going to take you to a chapter and verse right now that proves to you that it's a condition, not a place. I'm going to show you. This is why your ministers do not complain against the powers. Remember Jeremiah 28 and 8. If you are a prophet of God, you're going to complain or teach or, or, or protest. That's the word I should have used against the powers. Why not TDJ to Kerbal Dodd and I'm going against sodomy? Why aren't they telling these women to get out of these tight pants? Every single woman in the world thinks tight pants is the way. Cutting off the circulation of their pelvics and giving them strange sicknesses why don't they why, why don't they complain about 
the issues when it comes down to Easter and Christmas and and uh, Halloween. Why aren't they against it? Why aren't they against the war? Why aren't they against the things that are wrong? These ministers on Sunday platforms say nothing. The COVID shot. Why aren't they saying anything about it? Why? It seems like they're in agreement. They keep their mouth shut to this government. Pay attention. Let's get the book of Proverbs 15, verse 24. See, this is what we're doing, brothers and sisters. We're showing you that you could come out of this. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 24 says, The way of life is above to the wise. The wise are those that keep the law according to Psalms 19 and 7. Because Psalms 19 and 7 says, The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimonies of the Lord are sure, making wise the simple. So the way of life, which is the law, is above to the wise, that he may depart from hell beneath. Now, brothers and sisters, there is no doctrine in the world that you can go to to say that when you die you can depart from no when you're in hell you're in hell for eternity but this verse says that the way of life if we understand it that is from above we can depart from the hell beneath so when you see beneath you think, you you know, right away, a pastor, he's going to grab a word and say, see, it says beneath. But watch this. Watch, watch Christ. There's an app for everything. Watch this. Uh, John chapter 8, verse 23. John chapter 8, verse 23 says, And he said unto them, Ye are from beneath. I am from above. Ye are of this world. I am not of this world. See, the beneath is not talking about beneath the ground. The beneath is talking about this world. You are from this world, which is beneath. Beneath means heaven. Not beneath the ground. Beneath beneath means of this earth. Don't let them fool you with what they want to try to say. Depart, the, depart from the hell beneath is to depart from the things of this world. That's what the law causes. Now, I, now I, I'm going to show you another scripture in the book of Habakkuk. I'm going to show you a chapter and verse in the book of Habakkuk. A prophet, um, Habakkuk, Habakkuk chapter 2. Show you something real quick, brothers and sisters. And verse 5. Watch this. Habakkuk 2 and 5. Yea, ye also because he transgresses, transgression again, by wine, by doctrine. He is a proud man. Proud man. When it says he is a proud man, you go back to Psalms 119, verse 21. Thou hast rebuked the proud, O Lord that do err from thy statutes. So the proud man err from the laws of God. Neither keepeth at home who enlargeth his desire as hell. Watch. There's hell again. We just read it in Revelations. We read it in Revelation. And is as death and cannot be satisfied. This is talking about a man, but gathereth unto him all nations and heapeth unto himself all people. So the hell is among all the nations and all the people. It is not below the ground in a place. It is on top and it is a condition. He wants you to believe, man wants you to believe. False prophets, false teachers want you to believe that you have to die and go here. No, I'm going to continue to show you that hell was always a condition. Let's go to the first place where it happened. Let's go to the book. Now, many of you who would uh, have to be taught the Garden of Eden, if you, brothers and sisters, it takes, 
and I mean it, if you have the attention span, to learn about the garden, hopefully would take about four hours. There is so much meat in the writing of Moses in the first book of Moses, which is Genesis. He didn't funny. You just can't go through because there's a question after question after question after question. And I'm sure you would have questions about where I'm going now, but I'm going to show you where the, where the first original hell took place. Now, when we go into Ezekiel chapter 31, you can read it, but it must be broken down. It talks about the Assyrian, the king of Egypt, but it refer it it goes back to genesis when when you start looking at the trees of the field the trees people think adam and eve were just naked in a thousand by thousand foot garden a snake came in no brothers and sisters that is witchcraft that sunday churches go with but actually it's more than that when you look at Ezekiel 31 and you read verses um, 5 all the way down to verses 14 down to verse 18, it tells the full entire story of what went on in the garden. Adam just wasn't some naked man because naked does not mean without clothing in that sense naked means in sin second chronicles 28 let's read it again second chronicles 28 i don't want you to forget the thought second chronicles 28 verse 19 says for the lord brought judah low because of ahaz king of israel for he made judah naked and transgressed sore against the Lord. So the nakedness came in transgression. Adam and Eve just wasn't afraid because they didn't have any clothing on. Adam and Eve was afraid because they sinned. And they knew God was going to punish him for it. But let's 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 move on. Watch this. I'm going to now you can read uh in one in a podcast episode, I'm going to go over it. But in this podcast episode, I'm going to get straight to the point. Watch where, watch what you hear. It says, verse 16, Ezekiel 31, 16 says, I made the nations to shake at the sound of his fall. He's talking about Adam. When I cast him down to hell with them that descend into the pit. Now, we read that in Isaiah 5, 14. You can descend into the pit, which is captivity. And all the trees of Eden, the choice and best of Lebanon, and all that drink water, shall be comforted in the nether parts of the earth. Watch this. They also went down into hell with him unto them that be slain with the sword, and they were under his arm that dwelt under his shadow in the midst of the heathen. Hell is in the midst of the heathen. Hell is in the midst of the heathen. Do you think when you look at these Hollywood movies, they like to put the screen of a bunch of dead men grabbing you and on oh, and then the fire. No, brothers and sisters. Like I told you before, like when we went over the dead. The dead are just not in graves. The dead are walking among you. This is the same thing. Proverbs 21, 16. Whoever wanders away from understanding shall remain in the congregation of the dead. The hell is the same thing. It's a condition. It's not a place. And I'm going to further prove it. It says this. To whom 
thou art thus like the glory and the greatness among the trees of Eden, yet shalt thou be brought down with the trees of Eden unto the nether parts of the earth. Thou shalt lie in the midst of the uncircumcised, the Gentiles, the heathen, with them that shall that are slain by the sword, and the Pharaoh and all his multitude saith the Lord God. Now, when you see slain by the sword, that doesn't mean God killed them. That means that these are the kingdoms that are below or was below Adam. Since Adam went among those trees, God put, I'm going to show you. Let's get the book of Genesis. Let me show you when it says he went down. Let me show you the chapter and verse where it says it. Genesis chapter um, 3, verse 17. And it says, unto Adam, he said, because thou hearkened to the voice of thy wife and hast eaten of the tree which I commanded thee, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for thy sake, and sorrow thou shalt eat it all the days of thy life. Thorn, and all Thorns and also thistles shall bring forth unto thee, and thou shalt eat the herb of the field. And the sweat, verse 19, of thy face thou shalt eat bread, till thou return to the ground, for thou wast, for out of it thou wast taken, and dust Thou art in dust, thou shalt return. See, when when Adam fell, he fell from being the one that was eating from the tree of life, which is learning, to listening to his wife, and now it says in sorrow. And sorrow means that he was pushed down into hell. His condition changed. His condition changed. It wasn't the fact that Adam went to a place. No, his condition changed. Watch this. Job chapter 26 verse 6 says, Hell is naked before him. Naked in sin. And destruction has no cover. Because you cannot cover sin. You're not going to be able to cover sin, brothers and sisters. That's why Proverbs 28, verse 13. Proverbs 28. Proverbs 28. I'm going to show you that. Proverbs 28, verse 13 says, because you can't do it. That's why Solomon writes it this way. He says, he that covereth his sin shall not prosper. You're not going to, you're going to try. That's what Adam and Eve tried to do when they sold for themselves figs, aprons. That's not talking about clothing. That's talking about they tried to cover their sins. But whoever confesseth and forsaketh them shall have mercy. See, brothers and sisters, you cannot cover transgression. God can only cover transgression with law, with righteousness, as it says in Job 29, verse 14. Let's look at the book of Proverbs 23, 14. Proverbs 23, verse 14. It says this. We'll, we'll start in verse 13 and read verse 14. Proverbs 23, verse 13 says, Withhold not correction from the child. For if thou beat, beatest him with a rod, he shall not die. Watch. Thou shalt beat him with the rod and shall deliver his soul from See, see, brothers and sisters, hell is not a place. You shall deliver his soul from the captivity, from the condition of hell, which is on earth, not after you die, but while you are living. While you are living. Watch this. Let's go back to Solomon again. Understand. Let's go back to Solomon. Let's, let's read it, brothers and sisters. Proverbs chapter 20. 7 verse 20. It says, Hell and destruction are never full. So the eyes of man are never satisfied. Remember, we just read in a book of two. We just read in the prophet Habakkuk. 
chapter 2. Let's go. Let's not forget the thought. Habakkuk chapter 2. Or Habakkuk, whichever way you want to say it. Chapter 2, verse 5 says, Yea, also because he transgresseth by wine. Transgresseth by wine, by doctrine. He is a proud man, neither keepeth at home. Who, watch, who enlargeth his desire as hell and as death and cannot be satisfied. But gathereth unto him all nations, and he put up to him all people. So, brothers and sisters, Proverbs 27, verse 20, goes right with a buck of two and five. Same thing. Hell is not a place. It is a condition. Just can't read um, 2 Samuel 22, because this is what they go off of. And, and, you know, like I say, brothers and sisters... I'm not saying that um, in context as well that um, hell isn't the grave. Because it is it, it is in some instances the grave, like it says. And uh, even when you read um, Proverbs, not Proverbs, but 2 Samuel 22, verse 6, when it says, The sorrows of hell come past me. Remember, sorrows, back in Genesis, God said in sorrow, ye shall sow your seed. The snares of death prevented me. So wherever you look, hell and death are together. Conditions are hell and death. From hell, because hell causes death, not come upon you after death. Hell causes death. This is what your preachers don't tell you. Why, why they don't tell you? Because you can look around the world and see. And more. the doctrine will wake you up out of pretending what you think you know. Adam went into hell as a condition. Understand that that pit, the pit, by going to Amos 9, by going to Amos 9, verse 2, we'll understand that, let's see, the Amos, the book of Amos, because brothers and sisters, you know, I'm just not hopping over scripture, not being able to know how to show you, but I'm, I'm, I'm showing you what, by chapter and verse over and over again, that the prophets agree. Watch the book of Amos chapter 9 verse 2. It says, well, we'll read 1 and 2. And I saw the Lord standing on the altar, and he said, smite the lintel of the doorpost, that the lintel of the door, that the post may shake, and cut them into the head, all of them, and I will slay the last of them with the sword. He that fleeth of them that of them shall not flee away, and he that escapeth of them shall not be delivered. Though they dig into hell, thence shall my hand take them. Though they climb into heaven, thence I will bring them down. See, the Bible says dig into hell. So the digging into hell in this context will be the earth. Though they get down into, and, and the reason why they dig into hell is because, once again, brothers and sisters, when you read, the, you got to remember verse one, where it's it, it talks about um, them not being able to escape, and you would have to go into further detail with that, you know. Like I said, brothers and sisters, but I didn't want to go into a long. See, this is where the questions come up. Well, what does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? Brothers and sisters, you'll be asking that question as long as you are in this Bible. But I want to show you something, brothers and sisters, before we end this podcast episode. I want to show you something. When you look at the book of Revelations, chapter 20, and verse 13, I want you to listen. 
And it says this, and the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell. Remember, there's death and hell again, which was caused on the earth, which were in, uh, uh, and, and, and uh, death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged every man according to his works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. Death and hell were cast into the lake of fire, which you think is hell. No, death and hell are conditions that will be gone. That's why the Bible says, and whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. These conditions will no more be. You can't cast a place into a place. It was always a condition. When you look at the Bible in totality, you'll see that death and hell is caused by the very man that tried to teach you. And with that, I say, peace be unto you.